What up, everybody? It is Zach with Dogtown Barbell Club. It is Monday morning. I am fired up for a new week and to discuss some weightlifting talk with my friends here on the podcast. Today, we are going to take a break from talking about Better Built Athlete and what makes that up. And we are going to dive into just some weightlifting talk. So, if you don't know, we kicked off a blog. We have so much information that I want to just tell people all the time. And so we are going to start disseminating that out. I think I said that right. Through the podcast, the blog, the YouTube channel. We're just going to start putting info out. We want all of our members, all of our friends, all of our lifters to be as good as they can possibly be. We like to talk in the gym. We like to break down movement as it happens. But sometimes we just need to read about it, think about it, see it, hear it, whatever it is. So it's my goal to just put that information. I give that information to you. And then when we get in the gym, let's tighten these things up. Let's be the best lifters we can possibly be. So two blogs have gone up. First one discuss is goals, uh, time availability, ability to train, what we need to do, things, questions you need to ask before you come into the gym of yourself, and then discuss with the coach to make sure that our tra- your training plan, our training plan, is the best possible plan for you. So let's break that down first. A couple things we like to talk about there is, one, our goals. What are your goals for weightlifting? Why are you here? What does the sport mean to you? What, or not even the sport, what does the movements mean to you? What are you trying to accomplish by coming to the Barbell Club? What are your goals? A couple of things we look at here. We look at athletes who just want to lift weights. They just want to be stronger. They want to improve in the snatch cleaning jerk. They don't have any intention of getting on a platform. They're not playing another sport. They are just in their life, doing their thing. They like the sport of weightlifting and they want to get better at it. I love that. That's awesome. The sport of weightlifting is so much fun. Honest to God. It's so a lot of work and it takes a lot out of you. But truthfully, it is a an amazing sport. It's a lot of fun. It's something that you can train every single day nearly. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, actually, some rest. But talk, train it regularly and always improve. There's something to get better at in the sport of weightlifting all the time. We hear that with CrossFit and variability and things going on, and that's cool. But over on the weightlifting side, we can. Ch- there's so many things we can improve on to get better at two things, the snatch, clean, and jerk. We have an end goal, and that's to improve our two lifts. And so building those up, doing the things it takes to get better at those two is a blast. So even if you never want to get on a platform, there's a spot for you in the Barbell Club just to improve. We actually have program programming currently set up. And not the, that doesn't mean that some of the athletes using it won't eventually transition over to wanting to compete. But currently, they don't want to compete. They just want to learn how to lift. And so for them, their training is going to look a little bit different. It's a lot of form. It's a lot of technique. The barbells are lighter or even not even using barbells in some instances, using PVC pipes, using training bars. And learning how to move appropriate, how to recruit the right muscles for each point in the movement, how to, your body should feel, how things work. And so that's an exciting, exciting time, an exciting part of this uh, journey and the sport that we have. The second is we have our sport athletes themselves, which are basketball, baseball, soccer, volleyball, cheerleading, gymnastics, those athletes who just need muscle development want to be better athletes. So for them... We utilize the snatch, clean, and jerk in variations to improve rate of force development, power development, speed, jumping ability, 
Um, we utilize power lifts for just general strength development. And then we'll utilize cardio calisthenics and aerobic capacity development to make sure that they are ready for their sport. Um, that looks different from person to person. So if you're a basketball player, you do not need the same type of development as a football player. If you're playing soccer or baseball or one of these other sports, you may not need that short, quick burst development that, say, jumping for a rebound would take. But you have other uh, other facets of training that you need to develop to be better at your sport. And so we have individualized training broken out for those athletes to best accomplish the goals that they have for themselves. And then we have our Olympic weightlifters. These are the athletes who want to get on the platform. They want to compete in competition. What do that, their training look like? It's a little different because we put a, a goal out in the future. We build the training back for them, and then we develop month over month to get ready for that competition. Currently, we've got a handful of under 25 athletes who are crushing it, just killing it in the gym. And they are looking to go on to U25 Nationals in 2021. So currently the pin date for those athletes is June of 2021. We are building back from that so that when June comes around, we are built up the best we can strength-wise. Our weight's where it needs to be. Our uh, taper has gone well. We're hitting the right openers that we're looking for. We're doing all of these very specific weightlifting things by that point. Seems like it's a long way off in the future, but when your goals are what our goals are for those athletes, we don't have any time to waste. It's time to develop that strength and it's time to get ready for competition now. That's been super fun. Another group that is new to us at Dogtown, but has been a blast to hang out with is we have our youth athletes. Our youth athletes are just there for fitness. We're introducing them to the sport of weightlifting. We're showing them the snatch and the clean and jerk with PVC pipes. We're showing them the power movements with training bars and PVC pipes. And they're learning how to use their body. That's been a super cool group. And then twofold, they get to see everybody else training. They get to see the heavier barbells moving. And it's cool for them. They're excited to be around it. They're excited to see it. So that is all about goals. Um, In that article, we also talk about being honest with our current ability. Um, you know, 10, one being I've never lifted a bar before to 10 being I'm ready to hit the Olympic platform as well as time you can dedicate to the sport. So let's, let's use time and let's break out into the second article and discuss it a bit that went out today, the 12th of October, 2020, and that is discussing rest. Woo-wee, rest. This one's tough. It's tough for a lot of the athletes I work with. Stuff for me personally. Um, rest is a dirty word. I like to train. I like to be in the gym. I like to lift weights. To take a day off crushes me sometimes. Um, but it's necessary. We have to make sure that we're not overstressing our body. In the article, we talk a little bit about the neurological effect of training, um, how it's not just a physical stress that strain that hits the body. We're also talking your brain just it takes an overload. Um, especially the heavier the bar, maximal lifts, missed maxes just wreck you mentally sometimes. And not like, oh, I can't do it. Like literally your brain doesn't, has a neurological reaction that it doesn't like. Your body doesn't like it. It doesn't allow you to come back and hit that lift the second time. Excuse me, coffee, sip. 
And so for that reason, we have to pay attention to minimal effective dose. What is that? Minimal effective dose is the minimal amount of training we can do in a week to see their intended result. Simple enough. So this looks different for everyone. For me personally, I'm a volume athlete. I was a long distance runner for a while. Um, I've done a lot of different things. And for me, I see the best result when I train more frequently. So for me, I have to be smart. I can't just do 100%, 99%, 95% of my max every day because I need to be able to get back in the gym and do another session that evening, the next morning, vice versa, or so on and so forth until I've reached my intended uh, strength goal. Uh, I've tried this a couple different ways. So I went through a spell of nine sessions a week. That's twice a day, almost every day. A couple days we had single sessions. And I saw great results. I jumped big in both of my competition lifts. My strength numbers went through the roof. Everything was doing well. I switched to try a lesser, and I went to three to five sessions a week. And I saw negative impact. So that's how anecdotally, or not anecdotally, but you know, firsthand working with myself, I figured out, hey, nine sessions is kind of the sweet spot. When I go over that, I'm tired. When I'm under that, I'm not hitting you know, the, the goals, the numbers that I have for myself. But on the flip side of that, there are a lot of people who don't need to train any more than three days a week. Typically, we see this a lot with like super heavy athletes or bigger athletes who are lifting really heavy barbells. Just because they're bigger and they can handle that load or they're stronger and they can handle that load, that bar is still really, really heavy. And so mentally, physically, they may not be able to do more than three sessions a week. Um, I know, for instance, Natalie, my sister-in-law, she'll train two, three times a week and we'll see dramatic growth. She'll come in and just set a new PR after only moving the barbell for a couple of days in that week. So for her, she may not need to train more than about three days a week. My brother's the same way. He's a shorter, doesn't need to train very often, but still develops this crazy strength. He just went through the the four week back squat cycle with everybody in our big or in our group fitness class. And he saw a, a back squat increase, I think, of like 20 pounds. And he went from 455 to 475 or something like that crazy in his back squat. But that he only lifted, he only squatted once a week. Uh, for me to get a 10-pound increase on my back squat, I squat five, six, seven, eight times a week, maybe. Um, so it's really dependent on the athlete. Um, so for our competition training, we, tr we program nine sessions out. Truthfully, right now, I have a couple of athletes who need nine sessions, um, especially in that U25. They recover quicker. And so to see that exponential increase, they are training more frequently. Um, but again, Jake and Natalie fall into that group and they don't. They only need about four, three, four, five sessions a week to hit that that strength marker, that goal that they're looking for. Um, but rest comes into play big here because if we are overtraining, if we're hitting nine sessions and we needed five, truthfully, we're missing four days of rest. So we need to pay attention to what uh, days we come into the gym tired. Have we been training three days, bang, 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 and now we're tired? Well, maybe that's the day we should have taken off. Maybe Thursday, that traditional off day, doesn't work for you. Maybe it's Monday. Maybe you train on the weekends. Uh, work is extremely stressful, and by Thursday, or excuse me, by Monday, you're just tired by Monday afternoon. So hit those sessions over the weekend when you've got some free time. Don't don't stress your body out. Work stress, family stress, mental stress. 
plays into it. There's a reason why when you're tired from work, you come into the gym and you cannot perform. Just because you didn't physically move barbells doesn't mean that 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 neurostimulus, that your your body's reaction to that isn't a negative one and that we aren't in a place where we don't need to just go home and go to bed because sometimes that's what we need to do. Um, we also talk in that article about nutrition, food, not necessarily diets or what to do. I have my own opinions on that and I'm happy to share them with anyone. Uh, they may or may not make you angry because I'm pretty blunt when it comes to diet, but as far as just eating enough, if we are under, even if we're cutting weight, we have to be very careful for making sure that we're not so low on our calorie intake, on our fat, protein, and carb intake that we mess with hormones. So if our body has a hormonal imbalance, we're not able to perform, we have negative side effects such as depression, sleepiness, exhaustion, um, maybe even stuff as like weight gain or um, other negative side effects to not being nourished, malnourishment, things like that. So we really have to pay attention. If you're lifting nine sessions a week, eat some food. We're weightlifters. We don't care. Um, we're going to talk later about eating, you know, not eating for performance, but the difference between performance and aesthetics. And while we do see it uh, work out for some athletes, i.e. Lou Zhaozun, um, most of the time we perform best when we're maybe not our most aesthetically pleasing um, to the eye. So that's a couple of just... Quick hitters. Check out those blogs uh, for more information there. It's hard to break that down, those things down when we're just talking in the gym or we're talking here. So I wanted to put something on paper so that you could reference it if you're interested in that. Um, links are everywhere. My bio at dogtown underscore Zach on Instagram is the best place. That's where everything goes first for me. Or not first, but first personally. And then at Dogtown Barbell is where everything goes um, on Instagram as well. And then it's dispersed from there at the YouTube too, uh, Dogtown Barbell Club on YouTube. So I'm excited for this week. It's going to be great. We're in week three of four of accumulation. So we've got this week, we've got next week, wrapping up our competitive tracks accumulation. Um, we're actually wrapping up another round of kind of our intro section with one of our athletes. Excited to have her kind of roll over into more of a, a weightlifting training program in the next week or two. And, uh, yeah, so if you're interested in the sport of weightlifting, now is the best time there has been to jump in. Uh, we come go along on the stride with us. We're having a blast doing it. All of the athletes are awesome. We have ages eight to, uh, we've had athletes as old as 65 in the Kabarbo Club before. So don't let that stop you from coming in. Uh, it's a lifetime sport. There's uh, age groups and weight classes from seven to 70 plus. There is no, nobody cares what you look like. Nobody cares your background, except for we want to make you a happier, healthier, stronger athlete. Uh, you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to act a certain way. We just want you to come get strong with us. So with that, I'm Dogtown, or I'm Zach with Dogtown Barbell. I am Dogtown Barbell. I'm just kidding. But check it out. Come see us. Shoot us a message. Like and subscribe, please here and on YouTube, and I will talk to you next week. Adios.